welcome 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 i just want to stop by and encourage you today all you crown rockers i just want to tell you trust what you know and don't get caught up in what you see you see when you know something to be true or you know something is true there's nothing that anybody can say or do to make you believe differently right so for example you know what your name says on your birth certificate you know the pronunciation of your name right no matter how many times people may tell you oh well in the english language it should be said this way and that way you know without a shadow of a doubt that this is my name this is how you pronounce it there's nothing that you can say there's nothing you can show me to get me to say my name differently right or if you know the movie roots how no matter how many times they tried to convince him that his name was toby every time they asked him what his name was he would respond kunta kente because he knew his name and he there's nothing that they could have told him. There's nothing that they could have done to him. There's nothing that they could have shown him to get him to say, oh, my name is Toby. And so when you know something to be true, there is nothing that anybody can say or do to make you believe differently. So trust what you know. And when I mean trust what you know, like you know without a shadow of a doubt, not something that you think you know, and we're not not something that's scientifically proven, like something that resonates in your spirit that you believe, you stand on, you know to be true. It's a part of your morals. It's a part of your values. It's a part of your belief system. When you know what you know, that you know, there's nothing that anybody can do or say to make you think differently, right? So don't get caught up on what you see. You see, when God tells you something or shows you something, there should be nothing that can make you think differently. And so as I was reading 1 Kings chapter 17, and I was reading about Elijah, right? Elijah is one of the major prophets in the Bible. And so in this particular instance, Elijah had just spoken that what God had revealed to him about a drought coming. And so, so here it is. God has spoken to Elijah that uh, no rain or no dew will be on the land for years. But in the midst of the drought, God makes provision for Elijah, right? He directed him to the brook now although there may not be rain pouring on the earth during that time god placed elijah in an area that was already plenished with water and so let's go back and look so when god spoke spoke to elijah that no dew or rain these years except by my word right but then the word of the Lord came to him saying, go from here. And he told him, he directed him exactly where to go. And not only did God direct Elijah where to go, he also told Elijah something that he couldn't come. We, we wouldn't be able to fathom or comprehend with our natural minds. 
He told him to go to the brook. He'll he'll be he will live by the brook, right? Not just to go for a day, but this is where you will live during this time of drought on the earth. So he'll go and live by the Kurth brook. And you shall drink from the brook. All right. So, okay, that makes sense. You're going to send me to live by the water so that I can have water. So that that's not mind blowing. The mind blowing part is when I say if when you know that you know that you know. God told him that I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now, not only did God tell him to go to a specific area during this time of drought, that he will have water. Water is something that we need, right? Water will be, wouldn't pour onto the land, but I'm going to place you, take, send you to a place where land is, water is already plenteous in this area, right? But uh, you need more than water, right? To survive because he said for years. And so God tells him that I'm going to send a ra- the rate. I've already commanded the ravens to feed you there. And so when I say trust what you know, this is what I mean. When God tells you something, when God speaks something to you, you got to trust that you know that God said that he's going to do this thing for me. No matter how mind-blowing it may seem, no matter how I may not be able to comprehend it with my natural mind, no matter what it looks like, here it is, no water is coming on the land, but God, you said you're going to give, you're going to send me to a place where the water is, and not only are you going to send me to the place where the water is, you are going to send ravens, some birds, to come and feed me, to bring me food that I need, right? All right. So God directed him to the brook. And although there may not be rain pouring on the earth during that time, God placed him in an area that was already plenished with water. He sent him to the place that had, that he wanted him to be. So that he can receive what he needed at the time. You see, God is God, right? Why didn't God, God, God didn't place Elijah in a mansion. God didn't place him in a palace, in this luxury place to where, oh, I'm a, I'm going to cover mine. I'm going to give, I'm going to sit you in this, um, this place where we think is of luxury. And it's provide everything we need during this time because God provides for his all. On right, but he didn't provide that material stuff that we usually depend on. The things he might need to sustain him during that drought is what God provided for him, right? He sent him to a place to where he will have access to the water supply, and not only to where he have access to the water supply, then he commanded the ravens to feed him. So God. Nobody else but God could get the glory from this. Nobody else but God can be responsible for supplying his need. He showed him that he was Jehovah Jireh, right? So now let's pause here for a minute. And let's talk about, so God spoke this to Elijah, right? And told him where to go. Now, a lot of times we like to depend on what we know in our in our uh natural minds what we can comprehend and what we can fathom with our own minds right 
And we depend on that to be truth. We depend on that as, oh, that's what I know. But that's, when I say trust what you know, I mean trust what you know within your spirit, man. Not what you see with your natural eyes, right? You see, Elijah did not respond based on what he saw with his natural eyes. Because he could have just tried to sit there and rationalize with God and ask God, okay, I need a little clarification on what you mean that you have commanded the ravens to feed me. How is this? He could even ask God, how is this going to happen? Because a lot of times that's what we, we do. We God would show us something. He will reveal something to us. He will give us prophetic word from somebody. He will confirm stuff. He will show us stuff in the dream. Uh, he'll put things in our spirit, our hearts, desires, and then he will confirm that his child come to pass. But then the way the the way that we have to, the things we have to go through are the things that start happening or that that we can't comprehend in our natural eyes we may sometimes begin to question God right we may start get focused on what we see now I don't see how this going to happen lord I don't I don't see how that door is going to open I don't see that I'm qualified to do this I don't see that I have the experience to be in this place i don't see that i have the money to start this business i don't see like we we focus on what we see and what we can comprehend in our natural mind but you see elijah he did not he responded and this is what he this is how he responded he responded with that i know that i know that i know god said it then he shall do just what he said and in first kings Chapter 17, this is where I'm coming from tonight. So in 1 Kings chapter chapter 17, here is Elijah's response to God in verse 5. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and lived by the Kareth Brook, which is east of the Jordan. So the first thing it said, what, what, what did Elijah do? He went. In other words, he started moving. Instead, he trusted what he knew, and that was God. He knew that God would not stare him wrong, no matter what it looked like, no matter how much he probably couldn't understand it with his natural mind. He understood that we serve a supernatural God. You see, a faithful God. He knew that he served a just God. He knew that God, he served a God whose word is solid and a God whose word cannot return unto him void. And so instead of questioning God and trying to figure out how this is going to happen, Lord, I don't see this, this happening. You sending me here. Why can't I go be in a palace? Why can't you give me everything that I, I want in this season of this drought? Why you can't sit me up in a palace? Mm -hmm. No. Instead, he started moving. Elijah started walking by faith and not by sight. It says, so he went and he did according to the word of God. So it me he he started walking by faith. He knew that God's word is what was going to sustain him. God already made provision for him. So he just began to do his part and started walking and started moving. You see, there are times. Well, we may not understand what we are going through, but we must trust that God knows. You see, things may not make sense and look strange to you in this season. 
But it's in those very times that we must know that God is up to something in our lives. That he is moving on our behalf. That he has already made provision. That he has already made the way. That he will send rivers in the valley. You see, we may be going through a drought in our lives. But trust that God will send you to the place that he will supply your every need. Now you may not have everything that you want. But do you have everything that you need in this very time? Because those wants will come if you just trust that God will supply your every need and you will be confident. You will keep moving when God say it and know that you know that you know that it may not be happening yet. I may not understand God what's going on this season that I'm in this tight place when it feels like everything is I'm in this dry place. But in a dry place, God, I am going to trust you to provide my every need. I'm going to trust you to plant me by the brook. I'm going to trust you to command the ravens to come and feed me. Now, this is what stood out to me even the more as I was reading it. Not only did he command, the, he said what he, he meant, what he said, I commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now. For some reason, I just thought in my mind, okay, the ravens came in the morning or one time a day, and here you go. I'm gonna drop you off off a little a little a little piece of bread. I'm gonna drop you off this. But guys, th this word tells us that the ravens brought him bread and meat. So not only did they bring him bread, but they brought him meat too they brought him something that was going to sustain him not just a little bit not just some crumbs but he god made sure he supplied elijah's every need you may not be in the palace but i get you have everything that you need in this season but watch this not only did he so he so he's provided him with what he needed the bread and the meat but he sent bread in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook. So God played, made provision for Elijah. Because Elijah chose to go. Elijah chose to start moving. Elijah chose to follow what God told him to do. Because he knew he trusted what he knew. And that was God. He trusted God's word. He trusted that God will do everything that he promised him. And that he will not leave him no matter what it looks like. Oh, it's a drought going on. It's a famine in the land. It's a recession in the land. But guess what? I'm trusting that God is going to supply my every need. He's going to provide me with everything I need in this season. No matter what it looks like. No matter what comes against me. No matter what's going on around me i trust what i know and i know that i know that i know that god would never leave me nor forsake me that god i've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread and i know that i'm god's seed so i know that i won't be out here begging for bread because god has already commanded the ravens to supply my every need when i need it and how i need it so i want to encourage you today don't trust what you see going on around you 
Don't focus on what you see going on around you. But trust the God that lives within you. Trust the God who has made a way time and time again, who has opened doors, who can continue and will open doors that no man can shut. No matter what's going on, I want you to believe that God can and he will. So today, as I said, trust what you know and don't focus on what you see. God said it, that settles it. What God said he would do in your life, he will do it. It may not happen the way you want it to. It may not happen when you want it to. But guess what? It will always happen right when God knows it needs to happen. So be blessed, be encouraged, and continue to rock your crown, own your crown, and keep moving in this season. Because God has great things in store for you. Be blessed.